0: Take your team to new heights with training you can trust from CBTC. Unlock your team's potential with affordable seminars and customized training in topics like leadership, safety, manufacturing, transportation, and technology. CBTC is more than a provider. We are your partner for talent upskilling, licensure renewal, recertification, and much more. Discover the impacts that come with our training from heightened productivity to enhanced teamwork and a commitment to a safer workplace. Visit cbtc.edu/slash workforce solutions to get started today.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets my perspectives on sports. I'm Derek, my dad Scott will be joining us throughout this episode. The NFL playoffs are upon us. We got the teams in, and it is my turn to predict who I think is going to the divisional round as well as my dad, will join me in those predictions.
0: Very much looking forward to it today, Derek.
1: Well, let's kick it off with the first game. Bills and Steelers is what I want to start with. The Bills, they're no stranger to having a lot of snow. But this game, it's going to be heavy snow and it's going to be windy. Buffalo, who had that massive snowstorm one year prior, are they going to be able to? I think they will. The Steelers, they're coming in as a seven seed, which doesn't give you a lot to think about them in a run like against the 2-seed Buffalo Bills. And even if they win, they still have to face the 1 seed with how the NFL bracket is set up. So I have the Buffalo Bills winning. Your thoughts on that game?
0: I think that's uh, the weather's going to throw everything off as far as uh, making a, a true prediction of the game. I think a lot of people are going to stay away from that game from a betting standpoint because of all of the snow. I think the snow could be a great neutralizer, but uh, at the end of the day, if if this was a neutral, if this was a neutral site, if this was in a dome stadium, I think Buffalo goes on and wins this game probably by seven to ten points. Uh, They just have too much offense, and while Pittsburgh has a great defense, and they have found a way with Mike Tomlin, I think Buffalo's got too much. We'll see what the snow and the wind does, though, to perhaps neutralize things. I I still lean towards Buffalo in the game. A stronger offense tends to win these types of games still because offensive players know where they're going. Defensive players don't in bad conditions. Uh but this one will be a fun one to watch because of the the visuals of the snow.
1: Yeah, the snow I completely agree is gonna throw everybody off. Some players won't see where or completely know where they're supposed to be going. Some will end up at, I'm hoping someone accidentally ends up in the end zone when they're supposed to be at the ten yard line.
0: Well it will be fun again on television. We won't really know what the yard markers what the yard markers are uh, some people don't like this cuz I- if you get a sloppy game it's not the best quality football but i like it for the spectacle that it can be
1: yeah the snow coming down it's a playoff game it's bills versus steelers it's just going to be an exciting game to watch moving on ahead Next, the next game I have is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey are basically the entire main focus of that roster. But a good team needs more receiving than just one good receiver that will practically always hang on to the football. I've seen l- some Chiefs games, mainly because they're always on, because t- of Taylor Swift. And I've seen repeated drops from the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiving core, which is something to be concerned about, as this is something that it, with an Patrick Mahomes QB who likes to throw the ball, you're going to need to catch the ball in order to score points. So in my pick, also one more thing. Miami also has the top QB in passing yards in Tua. So they are looking sharp. Despite barely losing the race for the top to the Bills, I have Miami winning in an upset.
0: Ooh, you're going with Miami. I'm still going to stay with Kansas City. I know this is not the Kansas City team of last year and maybe the previous three, four years. But I still have Kansas City winning this one. I don't think Miami's going to be able to punch up in their class again. A lot of people making much to do about the the cold. Uh, I don't think the cold is as much of a factor as precipitation is, and I don't think there's going to be any uh, precipitation. I I, I still have Kansas City winning that game. Uh, Kansas City won the game earlier in the year and all of that between the teams. So yeah, I'm going with Kansas City.
1: Alright, so that's the first game we disagree on, so we'll have to be watching that one as the games go on. Moving on ahead, Texans versus the Browns. Obviously, I was looking at the matchup between these two, and it ended up being a 36-22 win for the Browns. In my pick... I went with the Cleveland Browns in this situation over the Houston Texans. I just feel they're one year too early, are the Houston Texans. They went draft heavy. They got got C.J. Stroud. But the thing is, you got C.J. Stroud, but you might still need to continue to build around him. So I don't think it's just not going to be enough to overtake the Cleveland Browns.
0: I, I have Houston yeah I have Houston winning this game. Uh, when the teams met a couple weeks ago, CJ Stroud wasn't in the lineup he was still out at the time. I and, and Cleveland's defense does not travel. It's spectacular at home. it's very pedestrian on the road. I think what happened a few weeks ago in Houston means nothing to this game. I've got CJ Stroud and Houston picking up the win. And January Joe Flacco does not arrive.
1: All right. Apparently he doesn't want a January Joe Flacco run. Well, that is that matchup. Moving on to the NFC, where we've got the Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers. I think we all know where I'm going being a Bears fan, but to put a bit more context around it, the Packers, well, they're a very young team. They're coming in with a younger roster, a little less inexperienced. So coming in against the Cowboys team, who has a solid defense, and being able to move the ball on offense, is just going to be too much for a young Green Bay Packer team that is making the postseason. So I have the Cowboys taking that one.
0: And so do I. I'm still sticking with... uh, I've had all the home teams... So far, uh, but I'm going with uh, the Cowboys to win this game. I don't see Green Bay having enough early on. Uh, Dallas tends to be a very good quick-starting team. The Packers tend not to be. Uh, so yeah, I've got th- I, I, I've got the Cowboys going all the way to the Super Bowl. So I've got the Cowboys winning this one.
1: Well, that is one way to put it. I know Packers fans are not going to be happy with us for not picking Green Bay. But, hey, you're going up against the Cowboys. All right. Now we have the Los Angeles Rams versus the Detroit Lions. Now, Detroit, they still have that good regular season to their name. But we all know regular season isn't everything. Despite that, I still think they're going to win this game just because, well, I just want to see them go through against the LA Rams in a return trip for Jared Goff. And we'll see if if the Detroit Lions good regular season contributes to their postseason run.
0: A lot of excitement about Detroit back in the playoffs first time that Ford Field has ever hosted a playoff game since it was built 20 years ago. But I've got the I've got the Rams. Rams have quietly been One of the hottest teams in the NFL. You've got Stafford. You've got McVay coaching. You've got a very good team. I think the Rams are going to make noise in the playoffs. I've got the Rams beating the
1: Lions. About time you picked an upset in this one (laughs) as he takes the Rams. When I go back to taking the higher seed, when I take the Detroit Lions. So the final game that results on the slate is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, the Eagles, they've kind of fallen down. And it wasn't like some low losses. They were losing pretty big in some of their games. They went from the first seed down to the five seed with four games to go is really not something recommended. Going up against Tampa Bay, who has Baker Mayfield, and just, well, they have a decently good team. And I think they're going to make noise in the postseason. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Despite that good start from Philadelphia and that good run throughout the middle of the season, they started to slow down now. And I think Tampa Bay is going to capitalize on that.
0: I'm still going to stick with Philadelphia. I don't think Philadelphia has a long playoff run in them, but I think that they silence critics for at least a week. Uh, there's a, a tempest, a storm brewing around the Eagles organization. I think they quiet that this week with a win in Tampa before they get bounced next week. So I've got uh, Philadelphia picking up the win.
1: Well, those, those are our predictions for the NFL Wild Card round. Well, we've still got some time left, so, I'm going to talk about a little bit of my hockey coming up this upcoming, well, a little bit here. So, this weekend we've got an, a few more games as usual. To the day of this recording, we're heading over to Onalaska, which is over by Lacrosse, to take on their team. And then we get Menominee, which for us is usually not much of a challenge, but a Allegedly, we're playing their B team, so hopefully a bit more of a challenge in that one. Should always be fun. And then, still a little bit of a ways, but we've still got a lot. But we're all still watching it because it is the biggest game of the season for us. Our playdown game to make the state tournament against Hudson is February 4th. So everybody on my team is just waiting for that date to come. For us to, more likely than not, lose by seven goals to Hudson. Because Hudson, they just seem to dominate us every year in that game. I haven't beaten them in that game. I've only beaten them once in any sport. And that was a 1-0 win. That was arguably the most stressful game of my hockey career. As we had to have scored in the first 17 seconds. And then just hang around until the final horn. We got outshot 22 to 16 in that game, but we still hung on.
0: Yeah, but you had fun though. The number one thing is you made sure to have fun.
1: Yeah, I make sure to have fun in every single game I play. You don't care what the score line in is in as long as I get into a fight.
0: Yeah, I, I just want to see Derek get into a nice, good old-fashioned line brawl at some point. Two-hand a guy with a stick, throw an elbow, Let's, let's have some fun, right?
1: I guess if you want me to have some fun, I will have some fun. <laughs> so a lot of fun to be had in hockey as the season, well, it's getting s- closer and closer to its end. The season ends at the end of February for us, but I still have about two months to go in the regular se- in that season. Well, That should about do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.